You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. I think it's great. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. I love it. I love you guys. You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. You're listening to the Pints and Provisions podcast with Evan, Mark, Ryan, and Dan. You're listening to the Pints and Provision Podcast with Evan, Mark, and Dan. Oh, I forgot someone. I can't So does everyone have a B, uh, BCSC? Ryan doesn't. BCBS, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that. Everybody have one. Are we recording? If you want it to be, yeah. (laughs) I have one. I put it in a cooler down here. So you guys tell me when that's when we're drinking that. I was hoping you had like three more minutes of volume problems because then it's probably gonna be cold. But I can open it now if we need to. It doesn't need to be cold. Yeah, you should tell her to. Cellar temp. Oh, I got to get a glass. Yeah, mine's warming up nicely, and that vanilla is popping. Well. Oh, wait, I only have one glass, so I'm going to have to uh, drink this fast. Are you drinking like a a lager there, a Pilsner, something like that? Live Oak Gold. I I love that beer. 4.8% 4.8% German style Pilsner. We're gonna go with the Bloody. we're gonna go with the Bramble Rye, 2018 Bramble Rye. All right, that was the only thing I had cold. Yeah, I almost pulled that too, but it was warm, so I just had. You got the Vanilla, right? So so far, that's 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 three for four on 2018s. Kai, what do you have? 2018 orange. Oh, orange, that's the right. Orange tootsie, I, I the orange Tootsie Roll. The what? The orange Tootsie Roll. Yep. <clears throat> I love that Bramble Fresh in 18. I got it fresh from the keg um, at a place in St. Louis, and it was marvelous. Ooh, lots of berries. Lots of jammy berries. Ooh, uh, 17. 17 reg. 17 on the reg. So that's what Ryan's got. Welcome, gents. We're doing the live uh, happy hour here on the Pints and Provisions podcast. P&P goes COVID-19 live. We go, we go COVID-19 live. <laughs> so we've got Ryan, Kyle, Brad, um, Evan here. So fire up, guys. Uh, it's the, the Bourbon County Brand Stout Edition. Are you going to just we're, ch- we're, we're, chug that? Ryan just well, goes from the bottle. Uh, <laughs> One of those ways. Everybody, it's a Thursday. Everybody be okay. We are well above six feet away from each other. So we are good oh, to go. Oh, very much so. We are abiding by the rules. Yeah, those are other. So why don't we get the um, get the get in, get the <laughs> elephant in the room out of the way? Um, Let's go, doctor. 
So what do you think about Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay? <laughs> oh, that's the <laughs> elephant. Oh. <laughs> you remember when Michael Jordan went to the Wizards? I do remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. Essentially that. Essentially it's that. It makes him even more mad that the Bears got Nick Foles because Jameis Winston is even one more quarterback that was better than Nick Foles that the Bears didn't go after. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stomach a 30 interception season. Yeah. Well, I, Tom, I'm, Tom Brady's set. I mean, he's got weapons galore. He's got a heck of a defense. Tough division a little bit with the Saints in there, but uh, I think he's set pretty good. He's old. Warm weather is going to be good for him. Warm weather is also good for uh, any viral uh, defense there going. So we'll see. Let's well, uh, Chicago. Should yeah? Should a well the warm weather? No, the warm weather could be good for all of this. That's all I'm saying. So we should have gone to Arizona, warm and dry, or like the Texans or something like that. The Texans would have traded him away for a seventh round pick after they got him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. how how has your guys' work week been? Um normal, uh disrupted? Just odd. <clears throat> yeah. Pretty odd. I would say just odd. Yeah. Global pandemic doesn't really affect a global corporation very much, so it's uh been pretty steady. Nothing nothing too bad. Yeah, yeah but... we got the notice late last night that uh, the executive office was advising if you can work from home to work from home. Um, so everybody was sort of scrambling today what to do. But it'll figure itself out. So a company of your guys' size, and I'm the outlier here, you got a lot of people probably traveling in and out. Did any of that stop recently? <laughs> totally, hundred <laughs> percent. Like recently, although Kyle's shaking his head no, so I don't know if he's joking or we did he just actually knows other stuff going on. Con Expo last week in Vegas for an entire week, and we also had some of our EO meet with people from Italy. So, but now they're all self quarantined in Chicago. Yeah, this week specifically, we've stopped traveling. <laughs> last week we were traveling. There you go. Yeah. Well. Like we uh, all have realized, a lot can happen in 10 days. Yes. Yeah. Thinking about how normal um, drinking beer was, hanging out with people was 10 days ago is vastly different than it is now. Yeah, I went to Colorado um, last week, and I booked my flight last Monday, and it was just starting to become like a slight concern that maybe – um, the timing wasn't the best, or maybe this coronavirus thing was going to be a lot bigger for the U.S. than um, it we thought it was going to be. And uh, I mean, literally, like the day I land there is when they start canceling sporting events, and then uh, the next day was like the Masters being canceled and the NCAA tournament being canceled. It just kind of ballooned from there. So what you're saying so, is you need to be tested. I'm quarantined, so I'm keeping keeping clear. What is what a mountain? I was pretty far away from everybody, so was was there any sense in Colorado like this is something to be concerned about, or were you was life as usual out there? I mean, by the time I landed, yes, it was. I mean, it was a huge deal. Yeah, 
So uh, they've, I mean, they've closed, they closed the whole mountain for for uh, ski resorts. Where were you? I was in Vail. Vail. But every resort that they own totally closed. Uh, I think starting Monday this week, all operations. So it um, it turned quickly. Well, and Denver yeah. was asking me about Illinois and Peoria shutting down all the bars. Then it was what two days later, Denver killed them. So yeah, it's just a step behind. Well, Kyle, you and I yeah. were recording a week ago at Poor Brothers. It's true. With not a not a terrible crowd either. It was it was steady. You know, for I think for a Thursday night, it was pretty steady. Still staying I, on top of it, sanitizing tables frequently. Yeah, they weren't allowing, um, you know, second-use glasses. They wanted you to have those washed out. Um, but then uh, I think the next day just got real weird. Um, I know it did at my office. So that's when things really just – from there, it's just been like every day has been another Once, another thing, another thing, another Hanks thing. got it. It was downhill from there. Yeah, I know. Poor, uh, poor Hanksy. Yeah. Um, and and he what did he recently say that he just kind of feels the blahs, basically. Yeah, probably. I'm sure he's filming some like multi million dollar um, movie down in Australia or something when he got it. He was yes. <laughs> yeah, and his wife was probably playing some hipster concert with her band. Doesn't she have a band or something? You know more. About I don't know. I was gonna say I didn't know it. <laughs> I swear, I swear. Like a while ago, um, last year's Coachella, wasn't there a picture of like Tom Hanks in like a beard and a very Coachella hipster looking hat, and he was with his wife to there to support her because I think she had a she's got a band or something. Those three hanging out. You're maybe. sure you're not? You aren't watching watching the movie Castaway? <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know. It's it's been a long week. <laughs> a long week of my kids. Uh, watching a lot of TV and having to try to stay away from the neighbor kids. Do they love being at home? Um, it's tough at times. Uh, gotcha. But they're doing, I think they're doing about as well as they could. we could ask them to do. How about you guys, all your kids? Mine don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're yeah. pretty. What about you, Brad? I got a three and a half and a five and a half year old and three and a half year old oblivious still pretty much, but five and a half year old is asking some questions like, why can't I go play with the other kids that I can see next door playing? Yeah. Why can't I go say hi? And, you know, when we explain to her a little bit about, Hey, we're just taking extra precautions, you know, it's just, you know, like normal germs, but you know, we're just taking extra precautions right now. She, there's been a couple of times where she's freaked out a little bit. So I uh, saying, Hey, I'm going to get sick. Oh, is it going to be bad? So we have to kind of, moderated with her a little bit so i'm sure it's different people kind of take it differently depending on their experience but one thing i will say is for the most part most individuals regardless of what you're hearing on tv which can be a little bit uh, panicky most people are just reasonable about it which has been pretty good to see yeah most people most people (laughs) Most people. Um, what was the last thing you guys bought at a grocery store, liquor store, in terms of beer or booze? Was it? Has it been a while? Are you guys digging into cellars? Oh, I've, yes. I, I, I stopped. I'm a pilsner to work on my bathroom. It's expected. 
my supply still comes through the mail, so that hasn't stopped. <laughs> I, I bought some wine, uh, some red wine. We have we have uh, the Australian Sauvignon Blanc here, so I bought some red wine to pair with that. And oh, is that would out. that be Whitehaven? Would that be Whitehaven or Kim Crawford? It's Kim Crawford. I, I was trying to sound a little uh, a little more it's like Kim a wine, but yes. Whitehaven. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, it's just surprising. That's the same white uh, white wine that's uh, being consumed here by um, one other cohabitant of mine. I, I will I will plug Binnie's though. It's uh, I think it was twelve ninety nine if you bought a case, and at uh, at High V it was fifteen ninety nine. Yeah. So go Binnie's. But wow. I, I got. Uh, yeah. I'll just say I, I went out and uh, stopped by High V on the way home today and stocked up on beer so i got king sue uh double oh. dry hop pseudo sue i got the new little beaver citra release uh navaja and apparently you drank them all so far <laughs> <laughs> well that double dry hop pseudo sue yeah you do oh i i popped that and that's that's a wonderful little beer you know what that that i think was one of my last days of like feeling reality was i was in iowa city and that would have been like the weekend right before St. Patty's Day. And I went out and bought some double dry hopped Sudasu. I think I actually did get some King Sue as well. And I feel like that was the last time I really bought normal real beer. Uh, other than what Ryan dropped off at my house. But today oh, yeah. today at High V, I ran to get groceries, which I didn't really like. Because actually there was a lot of people there. And for me and my background knowledge, it just freaks me out. But Camus Sauvignon, um, Cabernet Sauvignon, was um, forty dollars a bottle. Did you buy ten? I didn't. Kyle's but, getting up to leave right now. But go. that's it, well, it's usually, it's usually eighty bucks. It's a, well, it's seven. Price. It's I think it's I think it was listed at seventy, and it's listed at forty right now. I mean, some of their top wow. shelf wines are very cheap, very cheap. So, um, and that, that's just to generate cash flow, right? It's, it's got to be. There's no, yeah. there's no well, other way. Everyone's trying to. Yeah. Ford dealership has zero percent for eighty four months now. I saw oh, that gosh. on anything. Wow. Well, and, uh, but what we should be taking advantage of here is kegs of dinner, selling sixtals of and delicious beers. shipping by mail. We haven't figured that part out yet, but we do need some slow pour pills, some dinner. Um, who else? I think Microphone was selling kegs of their smells like bean spirit. Four um, <laughs> Hands is selling disposable kegs of everything. So you don't even need to worry about deposits. I've really got, this. I've got yeah. two taps right over here that I'm willing to. Um, well, I mean, dinner I guess on, you, pour on the other. I'll tell you what. Right, I'll get on main dinner. If if you guys if you get that, I will let you walk through my door, um, fill up a growler, <laughs> walk out my back door, and then I'll sanitize after you leave. <laughs> and then you guys are good. Um, I mentioned this to Kyle, but we had a a, a brew weekend planned, and I think I'm going to alter it a little bit. And don't be offended, uh, Kyle, that I'm just going to continue, but. I think you said you were proud of me that I'm going to involve my kids and it's going to be a, um, a biochemistry lab, essentially that we're going to talk about biotransformation of hops, 
we're going to talk about uh, fermentation. So um, I'm going to get the most uh, easy, quick, and cheap child labor I can, but also uh, educate them. I like it. <clears throat> I want you to get real, real in depth. Just. <laughs> I'm going to make them do a little bit of pre-studying on the biotransformation sheet you gave me. And then we'll have a quiz. Um, I'm going to make them do the yeast starter so they know that they can uh, actually do a small batch of uh, fermentation. So that's ready to go. No, I'm not. Um, you, you can teach them proper uh, sanitation throughout the, uh, the entire process. It's a good right. time for that. That's right. We can do that. So are we doing beers of the week and any of that stuff today? Might as well. Go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I want to hear yours. Um, um, I, didn't, well, I didn't come here to talk about a virus for No, we're not going to talk. No, we shouldn't talk about that. That would be completely inappropriate because there's so much else going on in the world. <laughs> I think, I think honestly, um, Ryan, I will say I did have a foggier window. The other night after my very long start of the week uh, in terms of work, and it was quite lovely. So Monkish, always delivering on the Double Dry Hop Double IPA. The DDH Dippa, very nice. So I brought, brought one down here for this Yeah, in it's, case we get to it. It's, it's wonderful. How about you guys? Nothing. I, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just dreaming about that monkish right now. That sounds <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> but I, I will, I'll say it again. That was my first double dry hopped uh, pseudo Sue. Um, and um, I thought it was fantastic. Easy drinking, really flavorful. Um, everything I would have imagined. So I got a couple cases of those. So those will keep me going for the next couple weeks. Oh, couple, couple cases. cases. Yes. <laughs> well, a couple four packs. <laughs> <laughs> got a couple cases of this 16 ounce 7.8% IPA can. Brad just <laughs> buying me cases over for the next six days. Cases of Kim Crawford. <laughs> yeah, we're, we, we are not going to uh, go thirsty in this house, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I felt like a hoarder today at the grocery store because, I mean, I saw my family, um, myself included, nearly go through an entire loaf of bread for a meal. That involves sandwiches. Um, and then I get my, my wife said, buy four loaves of bread. And I was that nervous guy at the checkout with four loaves of bread that looked like a hoarder because bread was definitely one of those thinner products on the shelf. So <laughs> I was like, no, really, I've got enough kids to, to make this worth it. Those uh, gluten allergies sure dried up pretty quick based on the, <laughs> the bread aisle. <laughs> well, I ended up buying two loaves and then two things of Hawaiian. Uh, uh, hamburger buns. Were they so, were they Hawaiian or Hawaiian? Uh, ooh, like the high V, the high V, Hawaiian. They, they they may have been. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I've never noticed that before. Oh yeah, no, it's like look. what is it? H Y dash Hawaiian. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's good old high V coming through. All right, who's next? Yeah, I think my uh, my foggier window probably wins for the the beers of the week. Um, we uh, we were in Palm Springs a couple weeks ago, and they just had a 
a fresh drop of Pliny the Elder that was bottled like four days before or whatever. So uh, wow. the guy was just taking it off of the pallet and putting it on the shelf. <laughs> so oh, nice. That was pretty exciting from uh, a, a beer perspective. But yeah, this foggier window is pretty darn good. I think I've been drinking more wine than bourbon than, than beer lately. So um, foggier window probably wins for most recent. Say for me, I think the last good beer I had was the... Uh last podcast so i'd probably say the uh the creek and strudel creek and strudel oh that's solid that looked good that was the <laughs> what did we decide it was a fourth use barrel yes because it was a bourbon barrel that aged kbbs that aged, that aged mead that then aged creek and lawn which turned it into creek and strudel <laughs> factory yep yep do you think that there are any fifth use barrel beers out there? There's probably one at Funk Factory right now. Yeah. <laughs> the Creek and Strudel lawn. Or, Strudel. or side project. Well, they, uh, Funk Factory, I think today, or they announced it, or they've been announcing it kind of. I don't know when it's getting released, but they're Fram Rude. I saw that. Which I think red raspberries, berries than normal. Yeah, that sounds good. Which all their beers are very, very heavy to begin with, so in the best way possible. <clears throat> yeah, that's hard to screw up. There, lots of berries. I'm all I've about noticed, that. Uh, um, like perennial today, and a couple other folks are releasing beers to go on their websites as far yeah, as I to get purchase them. <laughs> well, no. So I, I, Do you think we were joking out, about uh, the main dinner on draft comment earlier? It's actually like a realistic thing. Yeah, shout out to everybody <laughs> and I knew in St. Louis and uh, in surrounding areas. And yeah, they they said that uh, they tried to go in there and grab it as soon as I sent it out, and it was all sold out. But uh, it may be something to, to watch coming forward as these uh, distributors or the breweries are a little more, uh, you know, to go centric. They may do a little more things online. That could be an opportunity too. For Johnny on the spot. Yeah. I wonder. Uh, Revolution had VSOJ today that they ran out of, and so now you can buy a 2015 22 ounce bottle of straight jacket, and you get a case of Revolution Brewers pick four packs hmm. as a thank you, I guess. Okay. Hmm. Everyone's getting exceptionally creative with their um, marketing. I, I wonder if you will see a little bit more laxity on things like even shipping alcohol. You there know, are no rules anymore. I, no, there aren't because even yeah. um, even for me in medicine, they've they've lifted a lot of rules on like uh, HIPAA, which is like protecting patient information. So we're a lot more lean. They're a lot more lenient on doing like telemedicine and stuff like that. So um, people can call in, and I can do videos and pictures and things to try to help them out if it's not safe for them to otherwise come in. So I think you're, I think you're going to see a little controlled anarchy um, with this. But I will say that there's definitely some local businesses here in Peoria that are coming up with some very creative ways to um, continue to. 
provide what they have safely for people. Yeah. Bearded Owl was doing, you know, they've still got some of their uh, barrel-aged stuff available, and it's uh, for to-go or pickup. Uh, CXT's got coffee, beans, whatever, for drive-in and pickup. And since you don't have to exchange any money, you're just doing online ordering. You know, there's a lot less of that sort of contact that you have with people. And, of course, lots of the restaurants, which uh, my favorite you know, thing that keeps getting perpetuated was, you know, like, remember when all these restaurants come to your companies and ask for sponsorships and stuff like that, they're asking for you to come and sponsor them right now and try to, you know, service, you know, use their services and stuff like that. So just tip them well. Yeah. Hearth, um, Hearth announced, I think yesterday they were doing as long as you had a order of $50 or more, um, bottles of wine that they had, you could buy to go for uh, 50% off. Oh, wow. So it's like, you know, a, a meal is probably somewhere between 15 and 20 bucks. So it's like you get that plus an appetizer and then get a couple really nice bottles of wine for for a 50% discount. So how do now, you sling in their ribeyes for 16, 17 bucks, I think? Yeah, to that's go. a good deal. Yeah. Uncooked, as always. My only regret is that I didn't go buy like a... Um, unless I decided to convert the kegerator back into a freezer, which, you know, if, if it comes to that, I may have to, but, uh, I wish I had an extra freezer because I would have stocked up on a lot more or still, I may, I may just do a slamming like huge brisket or something just to do and save a bunch. That is That's one thing I, I learned I in the apocalypse is that I need a smoker because the only meat left is ribs. <laughs> Yeah, I went out today and got a new propane tank for my grill, but to your point about needing space to store things, it'd be nice to have, you know, an extra freezer to store, you know, meat that you can, you can cook. So right now my freezer is just packed with kids, frozen fish sticks and chicken kids. nuggets and <laughs> yeah, bread, <laughs> yeah, bread, you know, fruits. He did have a weird gap, a weird pause <laughs> for saying kids there. Right now, Those my are, freezer yeah. packed full of kids. Shut up, Rice. Quarantine back over for all the colleagues. So I want to. I did want to mention something. I know we're not talking about um, like best meal or anything, but I had my first experience with Snake River Farms out in Colorado. Um, I assume you guys have heard of that, Evan. I know you've talked about it before, and it was just fabulous. Um, a Wagyu New York strip from Snake River Farms and it was just one of the most tender pieces of meat. It was cooked perfectly um, with a uh, mashed parsnip and horseradish and mushrooms and it was just fabulous. So, Did you find that pretty rich and pretty like kind of fatty? It was for New York strip it was probably just a little fattier than normal but um, it was definitely rich I mean, it was super bold in flavor. I think the tenderness was what I was most impressed with. I mean, it almost like cut like a filet, um, but it was a New York strip. Like it was just so tender. Yeah. Um, I actually, I think they gave me like a lesser knife to cut with, even just to prove that you didn't need you like didn't this need super sharp steak knife. Um, so uh, yeah, it was pretty exciting. How thick was it? Oh, probably close to an inch. Okay. Well, yeah, it was a nice, nice cut. cut of meat. Yeah, the thicker, 
the thicker ones like that, and you can still cut it with a you know, butter yeah. knife. That's amazing. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. It said mm. it said star. Asked, it was an asterisk SRF on the menu, and so I said, "All right, is that Snake River Farms?" And she said, "Yeah." With a big smile on her face, I said, "Okay, so that's gotta be one of the best <laughs> things on your menu, right?" And she's like, "Yeah." I was like, "All right, I'm in." That's she nice. Said, Ching, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no way, man. That's that's good. Uh, what's that? Uh, Burial is now shipping nationwide, including kegs. I I mean <laughs> I I mean I every... shouldn't laugh because it actually is because they are not getting their normal revenue, so that's kind of the unfortunate part. But it's pretty crazy just seeing. Um, yeah, kind of anarchic, Antarctic uh, activities going on. <laughs> Antarctic, Antarctic, Antarctic. These Antarctic activities. <laughs> but in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that big of a deal to just as you're shipping boots. It's Ryan does it every day. <laughs> well, yeah, I the don't cats ship every day. The cats out I of the bag now. Day. That's right. a cat. The cats out of the bag now. The ironic thing with all that is that FedEx also dropped the need for um, any uh, signature required. Oh, they don't so, care. <laughs> kind of. Uh, they don't care. It kind of conflicts a little bit with each other, but it's like everyone's home. We're just going to deliver what's what we're supposed to and move on. That'll probably be one industry that definitely probably doesn't suffer quite as much as the shipping industry, trucking industry, which is, you know, I, I want to see. Obviously, we want to see some businesses do really good. Uh, there, there has to be, um, which, you know, if you guys, if you guys want to continue to get on like serious talk, I mean, this will hold us up for quite a while, but there will be a point and you guys understand this, that people will just say, fuck it. I need to go out and do stuff. I need to go out and get stuff. I need to go out and do st-. like the economy has to say at one point, this enough is enough. We have to get back to what's normal because not everyone can sit at home and just be not making money. Yeah. yeah the one thing I, I think people uh, will just get stir crazy. You know, it'll start with like next weekend, maybe not this one, but next weekend, like the last weekend of March, you'll probably see some 60 degree days in the Midwest. Like people just won't be able to stop themselves from having a cookout, you know, already, stuff like that. We're already out walking. It was, I was like say, quarantine. I've seen more oh, people yeah. outside than I did all year last year. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a good start with that. It'll bit. start with like other, you know, people that feel like they're healthy or whatever going out. Uh, maybe not to a bar, but going to a park or something. And things I think will start to try it. Like maybe that'll be the right way to naturally ease back into it. Well, it's hard to say what'll what'll really happen. You know, not every single country that has this will respond the same way and. Their curves will be the same way in terms of numbers infected and mortality. But, you know, I keep saying everyone needs to stay inside so you don't have your ophthalmologist running your ventilator. Yeah. Are you saying you don't know how to do that? I'm, I'm saying I don't know how to do that. Yeah. So, it's good to know. So everyone stay inside because you don't want me running your ventilator and taking care of uh, those kind of needs. But uh, so, I, so are you saying that, uh, like, just going out and – obviously not being close to anybody, but your family going out and just taking a walk, you know, when you're not even interacting with anybody is still, that's a still poor safe. decision. No, that's still safe. Um, the, I was going to say, I went for a run yesterday. I hope that was okay. No, that's totally fine. Uh, I went out for a bike ride on Sunday. I've gone out for runs. I 
haven't, you know, really encountered people, but, you know, when, and in politics aside, like when you finally see our current president decide to take something like this as seriously as it is, you know, it's, it's real deal. And I've, I've read the report that finally got his attention. It's sobering and very uh, realistic. So we all just have to be careful about what we do. Yep. Sorry to bring it down, guys. Uh, how about whatever? Yeah. You dr- what are you drinking now? To <laughs> say, we talked about Snake River Farms or something else. Well, you know, and like I think we all have to do a good job of researching and knowing what we should know and what we shouldn't know and what we should believe and we shouldn't believe. But at the same time, like I have to shut my phone off and I got to shut all that stuff off after a while and just watch something stupid like Ozark or watch something stupid like. I don't know. You know. Did the next season of Ozark come out? Not yet. You know, I'm on season two. I just started season two. You got me really two. excited there, Evan. <laughs> like I said, something I'm, I'm a little behind on some stuff. You know, I just, I just woke up to the Netflix uh, world. So maybe that's a good topic now. You know, what are the couple things that you're going to, because we're home a little bit more, you're going to be binge watching. So for me, I've got the last season of The Walking Dead to, to watch. Um, I just finished Vikings and then, oh. um, what I, what I want to do is, uh, or better call Saul. Yeah. So, um, I got that season to watch and then, uh, Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. Um, I got that one to watch. So those are kind of my the four ones that I'm looking forward to. If I have an hour or two without meetings to just, uh, binge watch a little bit while I'm at home. But you guys? I'm not watching anything, really. No? Good for you, actually. <laughs> well, we've got a nanny here, so it's like she's got she's got the main floor with the girls all day, and so between my wife and I, we've kind of got a split between the office um, upstairs or like this makeshift office that I created today downstairs um i guess i kind of created yesterday and so it's like there's no tv down here um i've got like some chairs and boxes set up so i could put another screen up when i need to (laughs) like random stuff like that but uh so yeah it's not really and i was traveling last weekend so um so it'll be different for sure this weekend with not really being able to go out and do much but um yeah i've had a beer or two each night this week so (laughs) <laughs> that's not normal. It's okay. It's been, it's I think okay. that's been part of the stir crazy thing. It's like, all right, like, I, especially tonight, it was like, all right, it's 65 degrees outside. We can't really do anything. I'm just going to have a nice pilsner while we uh, get dinner going. There's no judgment here. All right, Kyle, what are you watching? Um, Nothing really. I watched Sarah watch you at mail last night. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good show. I'm gonna say that's a good show. Um, other than that, I uh, refinished a dresser. Uh, I uh, got the first layer of mud up on my bathroom, so I got to sand that, put another layer, and it's bead uh, board, tile, shower, wallpaper. Not in that order, and uh, we'll be good to go. And some cabinets. Okay. Kyle, what are those bottles over your right shoulder? 
trying to zoom in, but it. What do you got back there? You can't like move your phone, Ryan, and see what's over his shoulder. That's not how it works. <laughs> you can zoom in though. You can do one click to zoom in. Oh, here we go. We're going on a virtual tour now. All right. Can see, I... This is what we're supposed to be doing here. Mm, assassin. Assass. Oh, 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 that's an empty S. So we should fill it with our stout and sell it on the secondary market. <laughs> just re-wax that guy? Oh, it's all good. Re-wax it. Yeah. Or just just post a video, pour a Bourbon County in there or something even cheaper. Pour like a <laughs> uh, Breckenridge vanilla porter in there. Oh, jeez. And, and take a quick chug and then spit it out into a sink and dump it and say this is awful. This is a drain pour. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'll sell it That's to the, 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 the <laughs> <laughs> You might need to beep that out. <laughs> nope. The, the way the secondary uh, devaluation market works, since everyone plays the the uh, increasing valuation game so in such a dickhead way. No, this is unfiltered at this point. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <clears throat> oh yeah, you dropped the f bomb earlier. Yeah, I. That we was, don't do that on here very often. It is really uh, the apocalypse. It is. It is. <laughs> I, I, that was the first time I've ever swore. And I'm I'm drinking a barrel aged stout out of the bottle. Yeah, that's pretty know, impressive, Ryan. I, I don't know I like the last that. time I did that. There are no rules anymore. I know. It's actually kind of pleasant. It's it's chaos and anarchy. This isn't Nam. There are rules, Smokey. You know, you did have us all pick a Bourbon County, but we haven't talked about them yet. Yeah, what the heck? That's because there's not much to talk about. I mean, I don't know. It's just, like, very average. I'm thoroughly enjoying my 18 vanilla. Yeah, I'm really enjoying my 17 rig. I, the vanilla is down. It's nice. More barrels coming through. and It's, it's really nice. It's not as I, thick as our uh, stout, Kyle. I like our stout. I just gave one of those away. And my my uh, friend just texted me about oh, yeah. it. Oh, what did he say? Ooh. Oh, and he's going to pull guy. out the Willet. I need to, I need to get this going soon. What do, what do we got there? A little Willet rye? Bourbon. Store pick? It is a store pick. Willet bourbon? Oh, okay. <clears throat> is it like uh, Corey King's nonchalant uh, Instagram story where he shows the will at 25? Like it's no big deal. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I wait for one of these days for him to show the damn pints of provisions glass like it's no big deal and have people go crazy about it. You gave him one? Yeah. When I was down there in uh, August for a bachelor party. Nice. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I know that's a. <laughs> Why Hold is on. That we chose to do that. I know. I was holding it up to the microphone. Oh. <laughs> um. Ryan, we uh, fifty-seven out of one sixty-eight. If anybody else, no. If anybody else wants, um, you can still get some of the Weldworks fifth year. Anniversary bottle release set, the Media Noches. Oh, that four pack? Yep. Really? Where at? I think they've got some of them still available, I think. And um, 
Well, it's on site, but uh, I happen to know somebody who's willing to ship. So if you go on there and you buy tickets, uh, forward them to me and I'll um, forward them on to my proxy. Okay. Because they're willing, they are obviously ready to sell, sell, sell. And we can get those, which is awesome. Again, no rules. No rules anymore. So what are they now? It's their fifth year anniversary set. It's a four bottle set for like one thirty. I think. I think it's one thirty. Like Twenty-five. Go on to uh, go go on to Eventbrite. Thirty-two a bottle. I mean that's thirty-three a bottle, that's a pretty good deal. There might be like one of this set that they're out of, but they're willing to like so I think I don't know, something on their social media posts, but you know, this is another opportunity that's easy for all of us to safely like purchase some more uh, of the beers from the breweries that we absolutely yeah. love. It's funny because I was my uh, one of my friends was just saying that he, one of his friends, moved to Denver and wanted to know, you know, which uh, breweries to get him introduced to. And the Beer first Stad House, Beerstad Lagerhouse. Oh, one thing that came to my mind was Weldworks. Uh, and Weldworks, you know, drive up what's that? Forty-five north. minutes, 40, 45 That's, minutes. Yeah. I think so I'll see if uh, I think Beerstad is like in the center of town, in Denver. Evan, what are the chances we go there this year? Um, under fifty at this point. I bet it's under twenty percent. Is it? It's going to get canceled. It's well, dang. if you just to get another dose of realism, if you look at a lot of the the, the pandemic curves, um, we probably won't hit peak mortality until. June, late June, early July. So I'm going to guess no. I thought we were flattening the curve. Uh, you think people won't be traveling till after July? It's too late for that. It's too so late flattened? for it. It's too late. We're all affected, uh, infected. Well, the biggest problem with this is the silent or uh, the asymptomatic carrier, um, which are a lot of us young people like us. That we can get, like all those NBA players, they just kind of felt like blah, like Tom Hanks, like kind of, eh, eh, I don't feel that great. Um, and they're the ones that pass it along. Um, but the problem is, it'll just overwhelm the system. But we'll see. I mean, like I said, you never know what different weather brings, you never know what different areas. The United States is a large country, it's really spread out. Uh, so things could be different. But I'm, I'm, I'm just glad that we hadn't bought flights yet, purchased flights yet, because. Yeah. Um, I think Weldworks will do whatever they can to make it happen, and I know that they'll they'll do do the right thing in the end too. Hey, yeah. If you were in Colorado, you could get a free four pack from Weldworks. I I saw that if and especially you're if you're a, a medical professional. Although I will I will take the um, I I will um, be the honest guy and be like I'm not a frontline provider, although <laughs> it could come to that, but. It's still so, Brad, did you just buy that four-pack? Uh, no, not yet. I was just checking it out. But, um, they still have it? Saying, yeah, it's open. There you go, buddy. I was I was reading it, then I was like, okay, well, I'm on a podcast, so I can't read. Yeah, no, I think that's the best way. It's like live yeah. here on the podcast. Um, we have a patron of the Worldworks 4 set. I also got the uh, Media Noche Old Fits. And Medianoche Coffee Maple. 
So that's what it is. Yeah, so they got the four R Medinoche Premier Volume Two. I would highly is, recommend that. The Premier Volume One was that one absolutely so amazing. I mean, it's all kinds of awesome stuff: bourbon barrels, apple brandy barrels, syrup bourbon barrels, Heaven Hill, Old Fitzgerald barrels. I mean, geez, just um, a cuvee of deliciousness. It is the ultimate cuvee. And then Brewers Select, um, vanilla, caramel, candy, conditioned on cocoa nibs and husks from Nuance Chocolate and Fort Collins, um, Starry Noche. It's a blend of Mi Noche batches, um, seven to 22 months, conditioned on more than three pounds per gallon of toasted coconut flakes and raw coconut chips. It finished with hazelnut, it's like, wow, guys. And then the Bama, that's sort of the Mexican equivalent of that, where it's... Uh, it's like they're... Uh, isn't it? Barrel-aged. Yeah. Mexican acrom- Mexican achromatic. Yeah. Yeah, it just sounds amazing. It is. It is. Brian, I will say you <laughs> made it through quite a bit of that, will it, without letting us know you've had it. Come over more. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forbid it. Tell Ryan what we can't do, please. Well, I tell you what. It's like half. You I leave know, these big, these big long bottles. Like they are a little deceiving because no, they such... all have the same volume in them. It's all seven hundred fifty milliliters. <laughs> so, uh... Very true. <laughs> it's not a mind trick. Well, that's not what I was saying, but I'll uh, I'll move on. <laughs> Whatever. Kevin runs this podcast with an iron fist, or I would be over there. <laughs> I've got a will it, se- will it store pick seven year ride that I haven't opened. Who is this kid? We'll see about we'll see about that one. My bourbon collection is getting pretty nice. Is this a, is this a um, swinging contest right now? Yeah. No, Kyle brought it up. Yeah, no wonder it was it was cricket when I sent the text that Benny's had the uh, the four year rye. <laughs> I think I was traveling that day. I was like, oh, I yeah. can't uh-huh. answer this right now. <laughs> I see how it is. I think I'm going to save the bourbon for another night. What'd Just... you bring out? What should I bring? Something out? What's <laughs> what's the bourbon that you had out? Is Evan's uh, background blurry for you guys, too? Yes, it's it supposed is. to be. You turn that on. There's a I button could, you can... I was going to say, I was it. trying to figure out how to do that, and I couldn't. So I was like, is he's got some fancy thing going on. Ooh, that looks like a Thomas Handy. Thomas Handy. What year we got there? Uh, this is... I think this is 18. There'd be a time... A date stamp at the bottom, but I don't remember the proofs of that one. I really liked the 2018. Oh man, it's hard to read. Um, Should be like an L or it's the 126 numbers. Hot. Nice. That's enough to kill the coronavirus. Yeah, should be. Mine is a just mine's mine's just under 120 proof, so. I'm not doing myself any favors. Yeah, the, that was the other interesting thing. You got a couple of these distill, distilleries that are pumping out, you know, hand sanitizer now with all the pure alcohol that they make. 
So kudos yeah. to them. So what is the recommended proof for a bourbon to uh, to get through this, Evan? Proof for a bourbon? I think all it has to yeah. be is, um, isn't it 70%? Alcohol? You. You're the doctor. I think it has to be 70% by volume to be effective to be sanitizer right yeah wait so 140 proof yep yeah so there's probably not going to be a lot of bourbons that meet that requirement stag stag 2012 stag Stag junior maybe i was gonna say where's the azmat bottles stag 2012 (laughs) and 2007 i think so uh if you want to pay a thousand bucks for hand sanitizer there you go mouth sanitizer I thought it was 120 proof for uh, for the uh, rubbing alcohol or whatever. Now that opens up a lot more options. Right. Yes. Well, <laughs> I, 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 would, I would say that drinking bourbon is probably your best bet. Um, I don't think anybody's going to use their Thomas Handy to sanitize the kitchen counter no but did you guys see the facebook ad of uh of using um william larue weller to make your own hand sanitizer at home oh my god no (laughs) No. there's a company with an ad saying you can use high proof bourbon to create your own hand sanitizer and the bourbon that they use for this ad the one you choose william larue weller (laughs) no no please no so they show him pouring it into a bowl, and and I don't know what what all they did. I was kind of not paying attention, but uh, someone did say they could tell really close on a label if you took a screenshot that it was fake. <laughs> Probably one of those uh, blabber label maker comparables. Come <laughs> <laughs> oh on, you can say his name. It's fine. I've already thrown it out there. The guy in Belgium made it, not the guy in Michigan. <laughs> the guy in Mich- Michigan just made all the money off of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a that's oh. a that's a dried up market now. That's <laughs> what Belgian beer or fake lambic? Fake la- <laughs> flambic? Flambic? Flambic. <laughs> all right guys um we've been at this uh, that that was a that was a good happy hour um we can kill we can still shoot a little bit of the you know what the bull i don't know why i didn't swear there because i did earlier but um, there are no rules there are no rules anymore but uh i just want to say we will get back to normalcy of uh happy hours Drinking, drinking together, beers together, but in the meantime, we'll make this about as fun as we can. So, yeah, it's a fun distraction. We should do it again. Yep. All there right. Same time tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers. 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 Oh.